0: Sauce on the subject, what a dad really needs. Acts chapter number one is where I want to direct your attention. And if you have the Waterview app already downloaded to your smart device, you can open it up to the digital worship guide. And all of the notes are there. You can follow along with us. But Acts chapter number one, beginning with verse number four, is where I want to direct your attention. It says this: Jesus instructed them. Don't leave Jerusalem, but wait here until you receive the gift I told you about. Today's a good day to be thinking about gifts. You've probably received some kind of a gift, Dad. I'm hoping it's the big green egg, a Traeger, or something cool like that. But Jesus said, hey guys, I want you to wait here until you receive the gift that I told you about, the gift the Father has promised For John baptized you in water, but in a few days from now, you're going to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. But I promise you this, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and you're going to be seized with power. Maybe you got some power tools, another great father's gift. You can't go wrong with power tools. Shout out to Tim Allen and the old show, Home Improvement. You're going to be my messengers to Jerusalem throughout Judea, the distant provinces, even to the most remote places on earth. I just want to talk about the secret sauce for a moment. And because it's Father's Day, I'm just curious, do we have any guys that are engaging with us online that love to grill? Come on, I want to hear from you in the comments below. Let me hear from all the grill masters. In fact, why don't you in the comments below, let me know what is your favorite thing to grill or what do you grill the best? What do you receive the most compliments about? I think all dads love to grill. We we like to put our cooking prowess on display when it comes to grilling out. And it's something that I personally love to do. I know that many of you other guys out there love it as well. And I would imagine that if you're anything like me, you probably have some ingredient that you put into whatever you like to grill or some technique that you use that makes yours the best in fact i can remember the very first time that i was at a carne asada when i had some friends that were grilling carne asada i discovered that one of them had actually marinated the meat in beer now that was a big deal because i was raised in a very conservative christian home when i found out the marinade was beer I was a little worried. I was like, hey, am I even allowed to do this? And then I found out the alcohol cooks out and it was all safe and good. But you've probably got some ingredient, some technique that makes yours the best. And it's your secret sauce. And you know it's the secret sauce. That's what makes the difference. And this whole series, we're talking about how that is true Of our faith. Whenever you see a person that is exemplifying a life that is fully alive, flourishing, and fulfilled, someone who is truly overcoming and really making their life matter, it's because they have the secret sauce. You can mark this down, you can take it to the bank. Vibrant faith doesn't happen by accident. Furthermore, if you've ever been a part of a great church, a great church that's impacting lives in their city, a church that's changing the world, a church that's full of people that are on fire for God, who love being there, you can tell that the place is just alive. They've got the it factor. It's because they have the secret sauce. You can also mark this down and take this to the bank. Great churches don't happen by accident. And in both cases, you can be sure that they have what Jesus promised and what he provided, and that is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the secret sauce on our great faith adventure. And so we've been talking the last couple of weeks about the Holy Spirit. Many of us, the majority of us, we've all of our life heard about God the Father, and we also can appreciate Jesus, the Word who became flesh and dwelt among us, fully God, fully man, the Savior of the world. We we have a lot of awareness because a lot of attention has been put on both God as Father and as Son, but many of us are very much in the dark when it comes to the Holy Spirit. God As Holy Spirit, we have a lot of a lack of knowledge as well as misinformation. But you got to understand that it is the Holy Spirit that's the secret sauce. The Holy Spirit is what makes the difference. And, Dads, today, I hope all of you got something better as you were receiving different gifts today from your children, from others that are honoring you. I hope that you've received something. A whole lot better today than just a tie or a coffee mug. In fact, I hope that you got something that you really wanted. And while we're talking about dads and gifts, I I found that dads love gifts that have a variety of uses. We love things that can kind of pull double duty and serve multiple purposes like a utility golf club. That's a great gift. A utility golf club, which is a category of clubs that combines the elements of both woods and irons into the design in order to accentuate the better qualities of each. That's a gift that has a variety of purposes. And then, of course, there's the mullet. It's business in the front and party in the back. You know what I'm talking about. Dads like something to have a variety of uses and while i'm talking about a variety of uses duct tape although i'm not sure that i'd want duct tape as a gift but since a lot of us dads are fixers and we like to work with our hands if you think about it duct tape has multiple purposes it's good for everything i mean check out some of these examples you cut yourself just put a little duct tape on it if you're moving like changing your apartments or bought a new house you need to move just use some duct tape hey sustain a medical injury you've broken your arm duct tape will help you out look at some of the ways that you can use duct tape when it comes to plumbing spring a leak water's going everywhere boom duct tape sinks falling off trying to attach it to the wall boom look duct tape will serve its purpose Hey, you're on a trip and you have a bit of a luggage emergency, check this out. Once again, duct tape to the rescue. You can even use it for furniture repair. I mean, look how good that favorite chair of yours is going to look in the living room with a little bit of duct tape on it. And hey, you can even use it on a flat tire. Hey, look at that. You don't need to spend hundreds of dollars at the tire shop. Just put some duct tape on it. Hey, speaking of cars, check out how you can fix your car, getting a fender bender, having problems with the door, someone busts the window out, check this out, car repair. There's also another use that duct tape is used for, even something greater than we could all imagine, it's going on our airplanes, going for a flight across the seas a 15-hour flight in the air over the Atlantic or the Pacific Ocean, hey, let's use some duct tape to make sure that we make it safe and sound. Hey, Dad, this might help you when it comes to babysitting and you are distracted or your toddler's getting into one too many things. Look how duct tape can even help you out. And then last, ladies, we don't want you to feel left out. Hey, if you break a heel... Just look at what duct tape can do to repair your favorite pair of high heels. Duct tape can do anything. It serves a variety of purposes. And then maybe some of you dads, you got a gift like this today, a Swiss army knife. Come on, look at that. Isn't that awesome? The one in this picture has 33 different functions that's right it can do 33 different things what a gift so much better than socks and underwear and can I get an amen dad well today I just want you to know to all you fathers and all the ladies that are watching as well to everyone the Holy Spirit is the best gift that heaven has ever given the Holy Spirit is the best gift that was ever promised and then actually delivered because it has so many roles and it has so many functions for our life. That's why Jesus said it was good for Him to leave and why it is the best gift and the best promise that He ever left to us. And I want to highlight for the next few moments some of the purposes of the Holy Spirit so that you will get to know the Holy Spirit better. You need to know this about the Holy Spirit. There are three different things about the Holy Spirit that you need to know, and and we're going to actually, over the next couple of weeks, cover all of them. The first is that the Holy Spirit is a person, meaning the Holy Spirit is God. I've already mentioned we've got a lot of familiarity and even affinity for God as Father and as Son, but We need to know that the Holy Spirit is also a part and aspect of God, and we need to know Him better. We have been in the dark far too long about the Holy Spirit, and He is wanting to come near to us, and He's wanting to be active and powerful in each and every one of, of your lives. And that is why my heart as the lead pastor of Waterview Church And one of the very reasons that we planted our church, you know, there are lots of churches around, but one of the reasons that we planted this church is because I want everyone, whether they are currently a believer or not, or a believer, a Christian, a follower of Jesus that is in maybe another environment where the Holy Spirit is absent, ignored, or misunderstood, my heart is that each and every one of you will come to know the Holy Spirit more and more and more. Now, I could go all Swiss army knife on you today and talk about the 33 purposes of the Holy Spirit. I'm just going to highlight a few of them here today. And the first that you need to know is that the Holy Spirit is going to comfort you. One of the roles of the Holy Spirit is to comfort you. 2 Corinthians 1, verses 3 and 4 says this, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Here's the bottom line. Life is very, very difficult. Life can be very hard for, for both those who do not know Jesus, those who are not people of faith, and for those of us that identify as Christians, those of us who are followers of Jesus, we're going to go through some things in life. There's going to be some hardships. There's going to be some trials. We're going to face some adversities. We're going to have some broken hearts. We're going to lose people that are close to us. We're going to go through things, and it's, it's hard And that's why the Holy Spirit wants to come near because He is a comforter. He's wanting to surround your life. He's wanting to protect your heart. He's wanting to shroud and envelop you with His peace and His comfort, knowing that you are not alone. All of us have felt pain. All of us have felt alone at different times. Points and seasons in our life. But man, when the Holy Spirit is involved in your life, He's there to be a comfort. In fact, Jesus says in John 14 and verse number 26 But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father is going to send in my name, He's going to teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. The Comforter, the Holy Spirit, He's going to be there for you and is going to, when you're broken hearted, when you're wounded, He's going to be there to bind up those wounds and, and to be a healer and to be exactly what you're needing, but He's also going to be a teacher. He's going to teach you things. Maybe the reason that we're hurting so badly is because we've made some decisions that resulted in suffering some pain. And and we went with a person that we should have never gone with and we involved ourselves in some things that we should have never done. And because of bad decisions, we ended up getting hurt. It wasn't that somebody hurt us. It was that we hurt ourselves through poor decisions. And of course, circumstances can hurt us as well. The Holy Spirit, as a comforter, That will teach us, hey, you got hurt this time, and I'm going to be with you, but we're going to help you to not do that again. We're going to help teach you so that you can go and do better next time, so you can go in a different direction. And then that comforter is going to remind us of things that Jesus has spoken to us. He's going to be the comforter and remind us that Jesus said, I am with you always, even to the ends of the earth. That heaven and earth is going to pass away, but my word is not going to pass away. That you may be facing adversities and, and, and struggles and challenges, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. We're going to be reminded of what Jesus has said so that his word and his presence comforts us. My favorite room in my house is my media room. And it's not just because I have a big screen TV and surround sound. I have these really amazing comfortable recliners and i'll go into my media room and i'll get into my recliner and as i lay back beneath a overhead fan because we've got some overhead fans in there as well i can't even describe to you how comfortable and how amazing that whole setup is lights out recline back beneath my ceiling fan. And when I'm in that place, when I'm in that position, I always have a blanket. But it's not just any blanket. I have a very specific blanket. I have a favorite blanket. And man, when I cover up with that, it makes no matter what I've gone through, no matter how much stress, no matter how long the day's been, it makes me have peace. And it always causes me to go into such a deep, restful sleep. Listen, I could have slept for 14 hours and gone into my media room, gotten in that recliner with the lights out, the ceiling fan on, underneath that comforter, underneath my favorite blanket, blanket, and I am going to fall asleep. And that's how the Holy Spirit is in our life. He's there to comfort you no matter how hard something is that you're going through, no matter how stressed out and anxiety ridden you may be, the Holy Spirit is going to envelop you and you're going to have peace and you're going to be able to sleep and you're, be- you're going to be able to, to find your center, to get your equilibrium. That's why when I lost my dad when I was just 25 years old, when he was only 51 years old, when I had to face his unexpected death and had to preach his funeral and bury him on my 26th birthday that's why I didn't completely come unglued that's why I didn't completely lose my mind it was because of the Holy Spirit you see I didn't have to turn to drugs and I didn't have to turn to alcohol I didn't have to turn to all of these other things because listen those are false comforters that's right the Holy Spirit is the true comforter, but there are many false comforters in the world around us, and people are going to them and they are looking to them, whether it be medicine, whether it be, whether it be drugs, whether it be alcohol, whether it be sexual interactions, whether it be adrenaline rushes, whether it be entertainment, people are looking to false comforters. But when you have a false comfort, It comes with a heavy price tag on the end. But with the Holy Spirit, He is the true comforter. And you'll never, ever, ever regret having His involvement over your life. Another thing you need to know about the Holy Spirit, another purpose, is that the Holy Spirit leads your life. It leads your life. Romans chapter number 8 says this, "...in order that the righteous requirement of the law..." might be fully met in us. We do not live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. So what we're learning here, the Apostle Paul is teaching us that there are basically two different kinds of ways that we can go. We can lean into our flesh, do what our flesh desires, but that's going to always be counterproductive to our spiritual goals, to what God is trying to do in us. So if we lean into the flesh, we're going to end up reaping a fleshly harvest. But if we lean into the Holy Spirit, we're going to do what the Holy Spirit is wanting us to do. And we're going to go where the Holy Spirit is wanting us to go. But hear me today. Here's my concern. Let me just talk to you from the bottom of my heart. My concern is that far too many Christians, and maybe you're one of them, you are more in tune with what your flesh is saying than you are with what the Holy Spirit is saying. And this should be a great concern. I I get it. You're probably very dialed in on what your flesh wants and what your flesh likes. But how many of us can say that we are really listening to the Holy Spirit, and allowing Him to lead us. Galatians 5.25 says, Since we are living by the Spirit, since the Holy Spirit has come, and that's our pursuit since we're living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. So let me give you some real practical things to, to let you know, to help you identify whether or not The Holy Spirit is really leading your life. When the Holy Spirit is leading your life, you're going to speak what the Spirit says. You're going to speak what the Spirit says. You're going to talk a spirit language. And 1 Corinthians 2 and verse number 13 says, when we tell you these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to us by the Spirit using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. You're going to speak what the Spirit says. And the Spirit is always going to be life-giving. The Spirit is always going to be pushing you onward and upward, closer to Jesus. And are you speaking life? Are you speaking what the Holy Spirit says? is saying to you and what the Holy Spirit is trying to communicate in your life. Number two, you'll know that the Holy Spirit is leading your life because you go where the Spirit says go. Acts chapter 11, verse number 11, it records this. Write them, three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea stopped at the house where I was staying, and the Spirit told me to have no hesitation about going with them and these six brothers also went with me and we entered the man's house. So we have a situation where a man is trying to live surrendered and sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Some guys come by with an invitation. Hey, this is where we're going to go. This is what we're going to do. But he was so in tune with the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit said, have no hesitation about going with them. In other words, it gave a divine stamp of approval. Hey, it's okay to go there and do that. Listen, the Holy Spirit gets that involved in the dirty details of our lives. The Holy Spirit does get down to where we live and and tells us and advises us on we what we ought to be doing. And there are going to be times when the Holy Spirit says, "Hey, put in for that job. Hey, you you should think about making this Business transaction. you you should focus on your education in this area and is going to be talking to us about even relationship matters. Hey, this is what you should say in this particular circumstance with your child and this is what you ought to do with your spouse in this particular circumstance. The Holy Spirit is going to talk to us about where we should go, and it's important that when the Spirit says go, that we go. Another way that you can know whether or not the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is truly leading your life is you don't go where the Spirit says not to go. Acts 16, verse number six, documents, something that's very interesting. Look at this, Acts 16, it says, Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the Word, in the province of Asia. And when they came to the border of Mysia, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. The Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. Look, they were wanting to go in a certain direction, and they were wanting to do a certain thing, but the Holy Spirit said, hey, don't do that. Don't go there. That's not what I want you involved in right now. And they did not. Even though there was a part of them, maybe the fleshly part of them or a part of them that was unaware of everything that was going to be happening tomorrow or in the next month or in the next two years, they wanted to go and do it. But God, the Holy Spirit, says, no, 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 that's not what's best for you. And when you really love Jesus and and when you're all about living... In the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit, you're going to find the Holy Spirit is going to tell you not to do certain things. In fact, you've probably been there before. Maybe there has been some things in your life prior to your faith, prior to your encounter with God's presence and power, you were comfortable doing. People You were comfortable dating things that you were comfortable doing with people that you were dating, places that you were comfortable going, activities that you were comfortable doing and engaging in. And then one day after you came to Jesus and after God's presence and power touched your life, you went to do those things and it just didn't feel the same. It just didn't feel right. You felt unsettled. You didn't feel comfortable. That's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is going to tell us, hey, I don't think you need to move there. Hey, I don't think you need to take that job. Hey, I don't think it's a good idea that you date that person. Hey, I don't think it's good that you you go in that direction. And when you are being led by the Holy Spirit, you do not go where the Spirit says not to go. Another way you know that the Holy Spirit is leading your life is is that you let the Spirit speak to you through God's people. You let the Spirit speak to you through some other godly person that's full of the Holy Spirit. Look like at 1 Corinthians 2 and verse number 12. It says, And we have received God's Spirit, not the world's Spirit, so we can know the wonderful things that God has freely given us. When we tell you these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to us by the Spirit using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds foolish to them and they can't understand it, for only those who are spiritual can understand what the Spirit means. Look, God is all the time trying to speak to us through someone else. He's always trying to communicate direction and encouragement into our life not just through his word but through people you see that's why right relationships life-giving relationships are so important when god wants to bless your life when god wants to elevate your life when god wants to course correct in your life when god wants to do a lot of things in your life he uses others he uses people so when you are spiritually mature you are constantly listening in every moment, in every conversation. You're listening to, to hear the Holy Spirit trying to talk to you through God's people. I want you to know that every single Sunday when, for example, when the worship team, when they're leading us in worship each and every weekend, when they're engaging us to open up our hearts, to extend our hands, to lift up our voices when they're trying to take us into the presence of God, where we can encounter Him and where we can feel and experience Him. And in that very gathering, they are communicating things to us by and through the Holy Spirit. When we're in a small group and and others are speaking life over us and challenging us and asking us, thought-provoking questions. When we're engaging with one another, the Holy Spirit is trying to speak to us. But are you listening? Are you listening to the Holy Spirit? Are you distracted? Are you more interested right now in putting together your grocery list than you are hearing what the Holy Spirit is trying to communicate to you by way of this message? Are you on your phone, on social media? Are you busy texting a friend Are Are you you listening to the Holy Spirit? Hear me today, spiritually mature people are always listening to see if the Holy Spirit is trying to communicate something. And then last, and I'm getting ready to close, the way that you know, and we'll pick this up next week and wrap up the series with this, the way that you know that the Holy Spirit is truly Leading your life is that you let the Holy Spirit speak to you about your daily decisions. You let the Holy Spirit speak to you about your daily decisions. Acts 13 and verse number 2 captures this idea when it says, While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. They weren't doing anything that supernatural, that spiritual, that substantial. They were just trying to choose the right people to be on the team. They were trying to figure out the best way forward. And as they were seeking God, the Lord through the Holy Spirit says, Look, I want you to go with this guy. And I want you to go with this guy. I think they're going to be the best for you. And that's the thing. The Holy Spirit really does get down into the details of our life. All the decisions that we make, the big ones and the small ones, the Holy Spirit has something to say about it if we'll just let Him lead our life. Now, let me be honest. This morning when I was having breakfast, I wasn't pacing my pantry and calling out to the holy spirit lord choose help me to choose today if i'm going to have fruit loops or if it's going to be frosted flakes or if it's going to be special k with strawberries in it no the holy spirit doesn't get that involved in our decisions he didn't help me pick out what socks i was going to wear which shirt that i was going to wear but when it comes to things regarding the business that we're involved in, when it comes to our marriages, raising children, when it comes to decisions that we're going to make in our life, those kinds of decisions, absolutely the Holy Spirit communicates things to us and gives us impressions and speaks through others. We've got to let the Holy Spirit lead our lives. And with that said, I'm going to wrap up today. We're going to continue talking about this multi-purpose and powerful thing called the Holy Spirit next Sunday. But I want to pray for you right now so that the Lord could help us with just these couple of things that we've learned here today. I want us to be praying right now that the Holy Spirit will come to us and will comfort us. I know that there are people out there that are hurting right now and you do not have peace and you are just feeling so much uncertainty and, and turmoil. You're in pain, physical pain, mental, and emotional pain, spiritual pain. And I want you to see how the Holy Spirit is a comforter. And then there's others you're needing the Holy Spirit to start leading your life. It's just a matter of listening. The Holy Spirit is speaking, but are you listening? You need to open up your ears and you need to lean in to the Spirit more than you are leaning into the flesh. And in order to do that, you've just got to surrender today, surrender to Jesus. Surrender to the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. Get, like we learned last week, under the influence. That's really what it boils down to. We've got to get under the influence of the Holy Spirit if He's going to lead our life. That means we take the hands off the wheel, our hands off the wheel, and we let the Holy Spirit start driving our life because He knows what is best. I know if you're a control freak like I am, you do not want someone else to be in charge, someone else to be in control. But the Holy Spirit is never going to hurt you. It's going to always be a blessing to you. It's going to always be a comfort to you. It's going to always bring great success and things that are beneficial in your life. God wants what is best for you. For you. He has your best interest in mind. So let's pray a prayer of surrender. It's a fresh start prayer, but let's pray it right now just to make sure that we're right with God so that His Holy Spirit can begin to work in us. Will you join me now? Will you, if it's safe and you're able to do it, will you close your eyes and will you begin to speak out and pray this prayer? Say, Lord Jesus, I surrender to you. I see where. I have been unaware of your Holy Spirit. I see how I have lacked information about your Holy Spirit. I see even where I've had some misinformation about your Holy Spirit. But God, I I want you to comfort me. I want you to lead me. And I see that you do that through the Holy Spirit. So I'm opening myself up fully, totally, and completely to all that you're wanting to do in my life. Forgive me of my sins. Jesus, I want to be more like you. God, I want to go where you tell me to go. God, I want the future with hope that you have set before me. I want the purpose that you have on my life. I need this secret sauce. I want to have a winning edge. So Lord... Make me a brand new person today. Forgive me of all of my sins. You are my Lord and my leader. I surrender to you. You're officially in charge. You are officially in control. Now, start leading the way, and I am going to follow you. Thank you, Jesus, for changing my life, and I know that the best is yet to come. In Jesus' name I pray.